Welcome to the Progress with Unity podcast. Very chilly night here in Wigan, and uh, we've all made it. I think a few, a few of the uh, the crew have got snowed in this evening, but we've got Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Just about all the Saturday. Yeah, well, I'm not over it, so we'll come to that very shortly, Mick. I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. Adam, good, thank you. Played football today, I believe. I did. Yeah, did you win? Uh, yeah. Well done, Simon. Me. That's how I feel. Yeah. Gareth. Good thanks. Great stuff. Right, so let's have a quick look at what we're going to be uh, talking about this evening. Obviously, we've no game on Saturday. Why the not? internationals are, are taking place. We've got England and Scotland, but we'll not bother with that. We're going to have a look back at the Reading game. Uh, Warren Joyce's first game in charge. Uh, there's been a few comments in the press this week as well, what Warren Joyce has made. Um... Uh, there's going to be the unveiling of a statue at the DW Stadium on the 24th of November and just look a bit of info about the next away game at Barnsley so without further ado let's get straight into it shall we so Gareth yeah. on uh, Saturday Reading were in town we all looked forward to it we thought the dawn of a new era um, didn't quite look out that way did it do the stats tell a story they do indeed the game on Saturday, Wigan Athletic versus Reading. Possession, 51% to Athletics, 49% to Reading. Attempts, Wigan managed 10, Reading 8. On target, the Athletics managed 3 and Reading 4. Corners, 6-5. Passes, 476 to Wigan, 474 to Reading. Fairly even on passes. Accurate passes, 80%. To Wigan and 79% to Reading offside. Wigan caught offside three times, Reading once. The Latics committed nine fouls, ten by Reading. Yellow cards, Wigan got three, Reading got two. Reds, both teams got none. Goals, Wigan got none and sadly Reading got three and one awful performance. Sorry, I added that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded, that, actually, those stats <laughs> sound like it was a pretty even game, don't they? But, well, a lot of bollocks stats are. Anyway, let's see uh, Simon's Off the Terrace report. It's my straight off the terrace report for Wigan Athletic versus Reading Football Club at the DW Stadium. The score finished Wigan Athletic nil, Reading 3. And what an absolutely dreadful performance from the Latics. Uh, behind, in under a minute to indecisiveness, uh, failure to deal with a long ball. It was just poor, absolutely poor. And then to not learn your lessons and go two goals behind within six minutes is absolutely shambolic. Um, and there was nothing really positive to come from the day. It was cold, we were awful. New manager, same old, same old really. Um, that's all that's really decent to say on the game. Um, so I guess it's a case of up the ticks, maybe. Quite a bit subdued, though, uh, Simon. Uh, and I think he's quite in what you said at the end. Uh, shocking performance. Shambolic. Yeah, yeah. Can't disagree with that in the slightest. Club team have done better. Mm. Mm. Uh, right. So we got the new boss in, Rob. He set us up. Where did you make out that we were set up? I didn't think we had any share whatsoever. We had. We was pressing when we shouldn't have been. We wasn't pressing when we should have been. We all know well Ali Alabzi is poor distribution. There was times where we could have put him under pressure in that first 20 minutes, stood off him. Then we was chasing balls when we shouldn't have been. 
we had plays stood 10 yards away from where they probably should have been there's big gaping holes in midfield um, as we saw on that second goal and <laughs> what's going on with that Mm. Uh, just absolutely shocking I think the way we set up obviously Joyce probably hasn't mm. had much input on the team selection but probably tried to implement his tactics and it's gone terribly terribly wrong uh, I think he's going to have to work miracles with this team to have any chance of even being competitive Would you agree with that Adam? Every word just awful really it was just the worst first six minutes we could have possibly dreamt of. Just to concede in one minute we were under a new manager, just if you don't laugh you cry. It's it's just awful and it we were massive our own downfall. No pressing. Reading frustrated as well, passing it around the back until we committed a man forward and they opened up so much space in the middle. To refer to them, game plan spot on. We just couldn't deal with it. Good team as well. Do you, I was going to say that, Gareth. Do you think they look like a good team, or do you think we made them look like a good team? The mid, I thought the midfield was, was red hot, to be honest. Very good. Uh, Swift, especially. I thought he was terrific. I thought he meant they were Swift, but yeah, yeah John, I thought John he, Swift in midfield. I thought he was superb. <laughs> yeah. I really did. Um, I'm, no ta- I'm no tactical genius, but Burke and Perkins on the right hand side is just wrong. For me, just utterly wrong on so many levels, you know. Um, he did also that in, in the second half. He did also it into the, in the yeah. second half. But the, the quality of our players and, and the level at which we played at, there was one or two asleep for the first ten minutes, out of position. It's already been intimidated that Powell was out of position. I thought the tall central defender could have done better on both the first goals. He didn't. He didn't do his job at all. Bogdan. <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> but Burke, no. He needs to get the corns out of him for me. He, he, he can't control the ball. He doesn't even look comfortable running with the ball. There's a centre half though, isn't it? Playing a, a, a right back. Well, saying that, we're defending him. Centre half playing centre half. Buxton and he was just backing off, backing off, backing off. Just put a foot in, break his legs, get a red card, don't concede though. Yeah. Just well, I mean, they knew the danger, McLeary. Exactly. Uh, danger man, top goal scorer for him. He'd done it three minutes earlier. Yeah. They could have been, that, by six, seven minutes into the game, they could have been three or four. They were start of a chance, wouldn't they? What went very narrowly wide. Mm. And that was again because we backed off. I mean, yeah. you, you do back off up to a certain point. And then you stand, you? don't you? Yeah, you, you can't let them get so close to all the shot off but well, that's no protection I think there should have been a shout there from someone to Buxton to say you know step up and put a challenge in because you're backing off backing off you get getting within range there a decent player is going to hit it and you know like you say it's a bit close <coughs> I'm a bit of a clown at the minute you know so 50-50 into well 90% chance of it going in you can't, can't give players of these quality nah. that Gifts, they, they were gift wrapped. Well, both goals. Teams did it to us last season, didn't they? You know, gives a bit too much respect and backed off. And look what we did to teams. We tore them apart. You know, this season we're doing the completely opposite. We're giving, we give Redden respect, or maybe not respect, just a bit clueless, and we were punished. The players didn't know what they were doing for me. No. They, they had no idea. They, they worked to a system under Caldwell. We've not been ripped apart by anyone. We've kept it tight, and then suddenly we're playing 
uh, a different sort of formation, different tactic, and they had to clue what they were doing. They were looking at each other and they were chasing the shadows. And it, it should have been, and that carried on all the way for the first half, and it should have been stopped. That should have been stopped. So one of them players on the pitch should have took control of that situation. If the, if the coach, I'll not say manager at this stage, if the coach at the side isn't going to start bellowing orders and kicking ass, then one of the players on the pitch should have been doing so it. They've got to take responsibility. Yeah. I mean, the man team also have got in that team. We've got Perkins, Warner, Buxton, three lads there, all in the 30s with bags of experience. It's always the managers what get the can or get, get the stick. It, it's the players it, as much as the management. You know what I mean? Colwell gets sacked. They lo- they've lost the games they've lost lost narrowly by odd goal at some point the play- you've got to look at the players and say look you've got to take responsibility 100%. it's poor it's for that on Saturday was as bad as I've probably ever seen it was that bad yeah, I'm exactly. not, I'm not just saying that for for the effect of this podcast it was that bad those first two goals weren't anything that Warren Joyce could particularly do you know he can come in and implement stuff and, and change shape and things like that you know with a hopefully a bit more time but like you say you've got senior pros in there you've got the, the, all 11 of them are professional footballers you know we've not got development lads playing in that team they know how to mark up they know how to control a game Just they need to be accountable there's going to have to be some changes mm. make, no make, coach no make. coach no manager sets up a team to fail does he well no he, he didn't do that he didn't set his team up to fail but I was going to come to Joyce and his, his sort of qualities a little bit later, but one thing I wanted to ask you about particularly was uh, Warren Joyce was still on the touchline with a pair of shorts on and his socks all down to his ankle and he looks every part of coach and no part of manager. Do you think it matters? Yes, I do. Yes, I do, because what you're doing there is you're saying to your players, um, I'm one of you, and he's not, he's the manager. He's, he, and do you Sat- think that's a bit of inexperience on his part? I know he's 51, but he, he, he's... I think that's, well, that's the environment he's just come from, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's the environment where they come from, where uh, at the previous club he was at, it was uh, de rigueur to be wearing the tracksuit on the touchline, right? Now, he, he's sunk into uh, Owen Coyle kind of uh, attire. I don't think it sends out the right message at all. I think, he, from a manager, on match days... You are looking for a minimum of at least a tracksuit. Because otherwise you're sending out a totally different message. Now for me, it should be, actually, shut and tie job. You're the manager. If you're not going on the pitch, why dress as if you are going on the pitch? You dress like a coach. To be fair, wasn't he on the pitch training? Uh, it, you need to train. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before, have you? Can you remember any of our managers? The, the only that? thing I could probably say is, though, is because he's not at the time to work with them. In training, no, that's like a last ditch attempt in it to try. Well, uh, that's desperation measures if yeah. you're doing that probably five minutes before kickoff. Well, time to be doing that. I don't get what managers do when the players are. They just sort of just they just sit there doing. Normally, what well, you mean, like on a match day? Yeah, like when the players are warming up, you've got that half an hour period. Well, that, that's, where the, that's normally where the managers are, are grabbed for interviews and stuff like that because a manager, the, the last time really a, a manager or a coach would have. Any really serious input with his players is about an hour and a half before kickoff, where you had your last team briefing, and that last team briefing is not to coach; it's to remind people of what their expectations have by that afternoon. So what you will have is you will turn around and say, "Right, we're just going to watch five, ten minutes video, reminding us why we're here, what we're doing here, and you know what all our jobs are." 
and then it'll be a case of after that don't it dressing room and that's where you can have your little one-to-ones then you'll turn around and say it's your first game I'm looking for something really really good for you today lad I know you're confident enough to do it etc finest put of hands in the bloody club nothing's going to get past you Cheers, mate. and there's all things like that and that's what you do when you're boosting confidence what you don't want to do is then interfere with the players preparation mm. for a game so do you know when you see them all coming off the coaches with their headphones on and things like that that's the players getting into the zone right they're getting off that buzz about an hour before kick off or whatever right well sorry no they're getting there about an hour and a half two hours so for that last hour beforehand what you're doing is you're handing it over to your coaches to get them warmed up get them ready for playing manager's job is done a manager's job is done in midweek and up to about two hours for kick. Yeah, absolutely spot on. All your good work as a manager is done in your week leading up to the match. Like Mick says, it's that, that the time on the day, they might have like, an inspirational speech just before the match or whatever, or like Mick says, maybe a word in one or two mm. years before they go away. Mm. But suppose, because you only had sort of two days to work with them, maybe he's just trying to get, you know, as much as his sort of philosophy or whatever across to players as he can but it'd be interesting uh, to see if he does it you know next yeah game. regular yeah well mm. you know he's had a couple because there's only McDonald and is Greg has Greg been called up Greg's gone yeah so there's only them two out well come to that again because there's been an interesting comment this week about that but just going back a week on, on Gary Caldwell's sacking and the statements on the official website David Sharp said we need to identify a new manager and it by the stage, they'd already identified Warren Joyce because they said they'd approach United for uh, permission to speak to him. We need to identify a new manager who can have an immediate impact. And uh, he did exactly he that. He did? An immediate impact. Not the impact we all wanted by any stretch of the imagination. We don't fully know, do we, what the impact has been with the players. Well, but the, there seems to have been a result. massive step back. Right? Now listening, now I, you know I've, I've got to be, I've got to come uh, come clean and reveal to my adoring public out there. Now, I had, I didn't actually go to the game on Saturday. I was otherwise engaged, but I was actually listening to it on the radio on my travels, and it's the first time ever that on the on the radio commentary they said we're really struggling here trying to find something positive to say about anybody and anything. Well, I was at the game, Mick, and I'll tell you there was nothing positive to say about anybody. But it was that bad. But why? What did the players do wrong? One positive. Just one. Fantastic. Fella played the last post before the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was was fantastic, that one, That was fantastic. Uh, another positive Ali El Abs's reception and, yeah. his, and his reception back mm. to the Latics fans. I thought good, that was good to see. Touch of class, that. Yeah. Pitch yeah. looked good. Pitch looked great, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. in fairness, when Yannick came on at half time, the first, the first five minutes, he looked, he looked very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've done well there for positives. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Pick, yeah. Yeah. but, yeah. but even, even the press reports afterwards were saying that what Yannick did in that first five minutes coming on was more than some players did in the whole night. Oh, yeah, it was. So it, was. it seems as though there was a lack of effort and commitment. There was. I, I, I've said before we started recording, for me, there was very questionable commitment by a lot of players. He took Buxton off, didn't he, and moved back inside and uh, shuffled, it, shuffled it around a little yeah. bit. Now, I don't know if, if uh, Buxton was injured. I've, I've heard it mentioned that he might have had a, a stiff calf. Um, 
So I don't know if it, if it was tactical or, or it was forced. I needed a stiff bloody ring. <laughs> I had one. I had one. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not like we know Reading are a decent team and they're not in a false position in the league. But to do it's if we'd have got beaten three 0 over ninety minutes and competed, you'd have said fair enough because you are we are playing against a decent team. It's the manner of how it was done that first five minutes and then it just settles you know I don't know whether that was just Reading taking the foot off the gas and then I say Yannick came on there was a bit of a, a spark a bit of impetus wasn't there yeah that but then that went obviously this, yeah. they got the penalty and then I thought Rick did well when he came in he held the ball up uh, and he was loose a bit lively in the box as well I'm not saying Lafonda played bad because he didn't have any service but out of the two players I prefer Greg every day yep. I'd start with Greg every day and there was a comment what Warren Joyce because he was asked why did you start with Lafonda and not Greg and he said well if, if Lafonda wasn't uh, ineligible to play at Cardiff he'd have started that game as well now to me that's that sort of message I don't know we should he be saying that should he be saying that in public unless there's reasons for it what well, this is sport to him Greg already about you know what I mean there's probably this week he's come out and said he's, he doesn't want to burn him out so he's going to he's going to look at giving him a rest well, burn him out he's got a two week rest he's been on fire for five months he's going burn, to burn him out yeah I mean he started the season off brilliant didn't he and then then he got left out because his wife had the kid and then he, he's, he struggles to get back in the team and he's done he's done nothing wrong he's, he's Everything when he's played, he he's, he's done. He's done well. He links up well with the midfield, doesn't he? When, Drops he, when he gets support, yeah, yeah. But he's just not had it, is he? Well, the Fondra, how many times was he caught offside? Three. Quite a number of times. He was. Oh dear! It smacks to me this, and of when I'm really, really, I'll be honest with you, I'm Don't really worried. It smashed to me of Malky McKay coming in. The comments coming out of the club this week with Sharpie on about going back. I mean. As he throw money in and he wants to recoup the money, we had the clear out when Mackay came in, didn't we? He's talking about the long term now, bringing youth players through, and he's the man to do it. What, what, what's, what's our ambitions this season? It just smacks to me of when Mackay came in without the baggage. I hope I'm totally wrong. I don't think that's fair because you can't. You know, you're assuming a lot about it. I am, yeah. You're assuming yeah. a lot. Just, well, it's more my fear than than yes, anything else. Yes, of course. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and after ten minutes, I think we're all sat there thinking, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Warren Joyce must have been worse than us. You know, new into your job, you want everything to go right and all the rest of it. He's he's been a top quality coach for a long time. And one game to go horribly wrong like that you can't judge him on that one performance no you know? no no you can't well, but I'm just what's worrying me is, 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 is the statements that were coming out what Sharpie was saying uh, it was sort of hinting that oh, we know there's no money in the club we know we've no support we know we've, our tickets are cheap and we don't generate cash but it was I don't it, it just had that feel to me about Mackay coming in I might be talking wrong I might, I might be and I'm the happiest clapper there is. You know, I'm usually there clapping them when everybody else is booing. Well, I spoke to somebody yesterday who had worked with Joyce and he'd worked with him at Man United and he turned around to me and he said, uh, he's the man for Wigan. He will get you somewhere. Just give him a bit of time. Give him a bit of time. Because it's one of these things where what you've got to do is you've got to take at least a month to try and change certain little habits in the players. 
then you've got another month where you've got to get them to come round to your way of thinking. So once they've bought into that, and you're all working together, you're then working for the common aim, which is, we think this is good, so therefore it's going to work for us. We need to give them till at least... I would like to see him through to end of the season. Well, you've got to, mate. You can't, you can't change your manager every six weeks. No, no. no, no. But what but I don't want, don't want to see, is a massive, big spending spree in January. Well, that's what I was going to say. What's going to happen now? Them players can't play. What if, if Caldwell's brought in a certain type of player to play football the way he wants to play it, and Warren Joyce's type of football is more energetic and the player, because there's no pace in that team. You take Yannick out, there's no pace in that team. Then we've not got that. How, how do we combat that? Uh, right, well, we're going to rely on. Sorry, go on. I was going to say I think we're going to have to rely on his contacts in the game and uh, bring players in on loan. I think as, as resources, I don't think there will be any money for it to spend. I don't think, we've, like you said before, I don't think we've got any money to do that. So it's a mixture of working with what he's got and loan players. The good managers are the ones who see what they've got and implement a playing system to them players' qualities and skills. You can't come into Wigan and say, this is the way I want to play, when none of his current squad can, can do that. that. That's ridiculous. So, But he's a, he's a quality coach. He's a, don't forget, he's worked at the biggest bloody football club in the world. You know, under probably one of the greatest managers. If we weren't doing it right, then <laughs> they got rid of him. Right, Adam. So he, he's come in, and he's working with two two pl two people who are in, in Joe Parkinson and Graham Barra that he doesn't really know. He might know who they are, but he doesn't work with, he's not worked with them before. Do you think they're going to go? Uh, I don't think they'll go. I just think they just they all uh, they always seem to stay around. I think we ask this question every time we get a new manager, and that feels like every season. So you don't think they'll go, Simon? Do you think they'll go? Yeah. No, no, I think. Part of the furniture, Graham Barrow, isn't it? <laughs> right. Gareth, are they going to stay or go? Well, I hope they go. Right. Rob? I hope, I hope they go. Yeah. Mick? I'd... <laughs> that wasn't Mick, by the way. Um, we need a clean sweep. We yep. need a clean sweep. Well, Warren Joyce was asked by Paul Rowley of the BBC about his backroom staff and he said no it's not the time to talk about it there was no mention of these are stopping this is it also Sharp's not mentioned anything about it and said we'll look at the long term so I think they're off I would be surprised if they went this week to be honest I think it might be a matter of it might, you know, he'll, he'll have his own people he wants to bring <coughs> in but he said whether we can make that happen there's probably going to be a big compensation it's not Paul Scholes Definitely not possible. No. Whoever it'll be, it's probably someone in a job. What's going to need compensation? Coming in big packages. Yeah. Going to have to pay Parkinson and Barrow off. Cost a lot of money. Um, he might have to. Uh, might have to use what he's got there. But then again, he might have to take the job on the basis that he can bring his own. Yeah, you don't know if, if what sorts of contracts they're on, Parkinson and Barrow, do you? I mean, Parkinson might Probably just, rolling contracts, yeah, just, I can imagine. With just like a month's notice or something, mm. you know what I mean? So, uh, keep them set end of month and, uh, and away they go. They don't yeah. pay any compen at all then, do they? No. Mm. Mm, watch this space then. Watch this space. We need a goalkeeping coach, don't we? And We've got Yussi at the moment, haven't we? 
Yeah, but if he starts playing in net... He was a new goalkeeping coach on Saturday on the pitch, one of the only noticed. I hadn't seen him before. Did anybody notice that? Did you notice him? I, I tried to... He didn't, look, he, he didn't look like he knew what he was doing, did he? <laughs> he didn't though, did he? Well, I'm available. I, I, only, I only turned up <laughs> when they were just finishing the training, but I saw him kicking it with keeper. So yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know who we were. I didn't, I didn't get to see the initials on his top. I can catch balls in a bag. I know, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> get your seeing that as well. Right, so uh, Will Grigg then? What do we think? What's happening with that, William? Does he need his batteries sure, recharging? Carrying a knock. Does he need his batteries recharging? No, no carrying the team's a knock. Not flowing. The team's not. Like, we're not creating chances that suit him, and, and now we're not even playing him. Stick him up front. I'm that sorry, but when a manager turns around and comes out with a comment like, somebody needs to be rested, he needs to recharge his batteries, and there's an issue. Yeah. There's an issue, there's a big there's issue. There's something, isn't there? Yeah. See what we do with Lafondre on Saturday? He's a striker. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but he's not a one up front man, him. No. We just keep lumping it up to him. To his head as well? Him. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he's no chance. You need big Craig Davis up there for that. Absolutely no chance. No one plays a ball for in behind either, because no one can see a pass. Probably his strength as well, that, isn't it? LaFondre, if you're looking for that. He's just in behind. If he, if he, he plays up front, we need Craig Davis or someone like that alongside him. It's the only way it works in my eyes. Simple as that. Gareth? And a midfield that works. Because our midfield just didn't work at all, did it? No. I, th- I thought we had one quality ball from the midfield in the first half, and the player who made that quality ball, he took him off at half time. I know Yannick made a bit of a difference, but I'd have taken somebody else off. Yeah, number six. I would have took him all off. Yeah, I'd have took number six off. I would have brought Perkins inside. I don't think McDonald was good enough for me. The number of times he won the ball. And probably the probably worst game for yeah. Wigan. But he, I thought up the pitch was he playing. You know, he was playing right, he was, at times he was supporting the Fondra. just need that's all I want to do, but he's like, oh yeah, I'll have a gander up it. No, yeah, but he's, obviously, is he playing then to, to Maybe, but the instructions of, of that, Darren that, Joyce? That is some weird instructions, if you, if, I'm sure Barrow and Parker say, well this person is a defensive midfielder, right? Well again. You don't tell your defensive midfielder, go mate, runs it box, do you? What, his statements again after the game was, I'm going to be making my mind up. About these players, so as though he's been told yeah, stuff. Yeah, what's going to make his mind up? What's going to make his mind up? Well, he's not going to do it anyway, is he? McDonald, because he's off with the Wales squad. I don't see the logic. If if I don't, I don't see logic in asking him to attack, I don't know. I think that's just him being careless and positioning. And right. Okay. Concentrating. So he scored though. He scored again. Yes, please. Please, please. Yeah. Bad day in the office, very bad day, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, one of the worst. Yeah. Uh, do you think, it, in a way, it could be a good thing that we've took a bit of a good outing? Well, the, the bomb po- going back to positives, it can't get any worse, can it? That's <laughs> don't say that. No, I don't think, I, I don't think, <laughs> no, I think that's, cool, that right. performance, I think, we've hit rock bottom. Yeah. He's got time to work with his players. Uh, he'll start for know his, get for know the players, the strengths, the weaknesses. <laughs> And he's got a good two weeks to monitor that. Yeah, and we're still only a point off coming out at bottom three, yeah. aren't we? So we're not cut adrift. <laughs> we're not in League yeah, One, are we? No, Second no, in League One, playing no. a check and trade trophy. But what is it? 22 points behind first 
Plus two. Well, we're never going to get promoted this season, will we? Well, go wash your mouth out. No, we will never. Ah, no, no. We never, never. Ah. I think the objective this season was to stop in, in this division. So, Rick, I, I, know, I would have liked to have seen them challenging. Oh, of course um, we would. You know, with uh, with the momentum of last season, mm. and that for me has been the biggest. Uh, well, we it was the only disappointment about Caldwell's reign for me this season. Three teams down the bottom of that table, you wouldn't expect to be there, you know, Blackburn, Villa. Cardiff, I think Forest, Blackburn, Blackburn, yeah, I would have expected yeah. I expect Blackburn would be going, I think they'll go down, but Forest, Wolves, Wolves will start, see, Pommy, that man, he's the manager and I'd have picked, <coughs> up to Derby even, you know Blackburn. what I mean, teams you don't expect to keep you out, yeah, but Blackburn went into Blackburn, didn't he, and did not, okay. I would have got, no, uh, no, 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 he dragged him up the table, didn't he, and he never did anything special, though, did he? He's just yeah. He, did, he, he walked away from him at the end of the season and said, "You can stick your job at your backside." True. So you, you reckon, you reckon Blackburn, Rotherham, and yeah, another Burton. 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 I think they'll run out of steam. I Us. said that last season, though. Us. Yeah. I think we're down. Yeah. Well, we're going to be a miracle. If we yeah. after watching that Saturday, be a miracle. Yeah, it won't be a miracle. Come out and smash someone, won't we? But like I said. Gotta give him a chance. Well, he might be able to work miracles, we'll see. We'll see. Talking of miracles. At least we've not got Peter on and Wingy up front. <laughs> Talking of miracles, <coughs> on the 24th of November, in front of the DW Stadium, Dave Whelan is going to grow to 7 feet 4 inches and he's going to have the FA Cup back in his hand. Is <laughs> he going to be still on top of the war chest? He is going to be still on top of the £25 million pound war chest. Yeah, um, it's the unveiling of the wheel statue. Wave. And uh, the Lottics have asked for fans to get down there and show their support. Why not do it on a bloody Saturday before again? What well, day bloody, is the 24th? Thursday. 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 Yeah. Thanksgiving day, isn't it? Thursday, half one. Mm. You don't get an holiday on Thanksgiving at the day, do you? No, no, no. Thursday, half one. Thursday. Who's telling oh, Gareth, me and Gareth. I will I'll definitely won't be there, I'll be working. Yeah, well, you have to. Um, we'll give them a cheer for you. Stream right. it live yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, I wouldn't go if it was just before kickoff on a Saturday. So, is it, do you think it's um, appropriate that we're carry a trophy as well? Isn't that it? we're having this statue to Mr. Wheeler. Definitely, he saved our club. Saved our bacon. Yeah, he did. One is the FA Cup, effectively. Yeah. Gareth, think it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice job. Club, he did, yeah, you know. Uh, he took us to the Premier League, sadly, we're not there now, but. Mm. You look at a lot of the success that we've had, you know, recent and going back into, you know, even just coming up for the leagues, he's, well, like I say, saved us and then took us on a journey that we're still on, really, mm. you know, it's just our level. Yeah, we're just on our way back then. Yeah. Adam, your thoughts on it? Yeah, deserved. Mick? Has it got talent permission for it? I believe it has. I believe it has. Hey, how did he get that? The same way as he got his stadium? I think I'd best shut up. Mm. They've um, painted, you know the barriers in the car parks? Yeah. At the front of the ground? Blue and white instead of red and white now. Oh. Health and safety will go mad about that. <laughs> Right, next game we've got is uh, Barnsley <laughs> away. Is that it now? We're just leaving that on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll Best left. Best yeah. left. Yeah. 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 Mate, yeah. you were yeah. second us down a dangerous road though. 
No, no, I was, but he's sticking a bloody seven foot statue up. Yeah, seven in foot, the road. Seven foot in four the, inches. In the road. Seven foot yeah, four inches. There's a bronze inch. one. Where's this statue going? At right out front. Front of DW. Not at Life Centre Square then. No, it's where it can be seen. <laughs> yeah. Front at West Ham. Yeah. You know, front reception. Oh, brilliant. You've been to Bingo and you're driving around for go to Asda oh, yeah. for your pies before you go home. You'll pass it on your left hand side. Brilliant. Billy why Bob. Put, why, why did they not put it in the middle of that little roundabout at the bottom of the Loire Drive? So as everybody can see, oh look at that, the statue of David William Cook. It's giving us a bit close to Marshall and Wesley Hall though, isn't it? They could put it next, next, next to the new KFC on Robin Perth. Oh, Whelan. Look at driving free drive free. <laughs> oh, it's Mr. Wheeler. Yeah, Wigan, Wigan would be a lot there, Smick. Fair's fair. Actually, that came about through public. Um, yeah, but we'll move on because <laughs> we're not we're, we're not <laughs> Wigan rugby a podcast. So let's move on. Totally different thing. Exactly. So totally let's move on. Thing, I do think we're next up. Move. We've got Barnsley away. Kes. Kes territory. Uh, before the game, I've been contacted by the East Dean at Wookie Men's Club. Uh, it's a favourite little aunt of mine. Uh, but the, once again they're doing car parking for £1.50 if you want to leave your car on there it's on Doncaster Road it's a 10 minute walk from the ground uh, it's, it's well looked after it's nice and safe you can get a pint in there for less than 2 quid top, top ale as well it's really good and I don't want to do any food on but I'll get in touch with them. I'll get in touch and, and see if there's any food on I'll report back next week on that uh, so if anybody fancies going I've got my tickets uh, and it's uh, unrestricted seating as well, so you can go and sit where you want. So, uh, you want to back row, Barry? I'll go front row, me. Can we pay on door? Yeah. You probably will be able to. That was a price increase up door. I don't like. I don't <laughs> like <laughs> standing up all game because I've got <laughs> dodgy knees. Sorry, we didn't. I didn't realise Zippy had joined us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. Barnsley. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talking of. Uh, uh, not having dodgy knees. Uh, last Thursday was the walking football competition. Uh, represented the Latics in the Latics kit, played in the full Latics kit, the, the new one. Uh, got to the semi-finals where we lost to Manchester City by two goals to one. After oh, very leading, leading one nil until two minutes from the end. Oh, all around oh, Arab money, that. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Did you score with an error with the f- to lead one nil? No, I didn't score. I didn't put us up. Uh, Did it cost us the game? I did cost us the game. Oh dear, I didn't yeah. have to do that. <laughs> you know, I did. Is, I it, did. is, it, is it true there was saunter <laughs> in legally walking? Was uh, sauntering? There was, there was a, it, it's anything but walk. It's not Zimmer frame football. And if anybody thinks it's, uh, you know, it is, then don't bother coming down on a Monday or Wednesday. But if you want to get yourself fit. Uh, anybody got anything else in life to bring up before we finish? England, Scotland, Friday. At least it's a welcome break from that rubbish from Saturday. Just oh, like you won't get any break. It'll be just as bad. No, it won't. At least you'll see some passion. The oldest international in footballing history. I'm surprised if there's passion for that England team. There will. No. I've not seen any passion for that. Well, I think the, when they start getting a few kicks off the Scots lads, I think they'll. Uh, no, it'll be a good game. Yeah. 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 It'll kick off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he scores a couple. Have you got else for that? Is he playing? Yeah, it's summit to one. Seven to one. Yeah, I believe summit to one. Yeah. Is the wheel and statue going to be lit? Just going back to that. Lit. Lit. <laughs> <As> in, lit. <laughs> I thought you meant there's people going to go up. Why are they lit? Shoot. Just rub his um, yeah, leg. Yeah, there'll be some people licking his ass, aren't there? Because they don't have that thing going on. You mean, you mean, as in dozed in petrol and set alight? Lit. That'll be well, great. Possibly. 
No, I just mean we'd be able to go and see him at night. Say, all right, Uncle Dave, how's it going? We can make a, a little announcement. This, uh, as people may know, I, I am the editor of Vital Wigan uh, website. This is going to be my last season. So at the end of this season, I'm going to knock it on the head. And uh, but hopefully, hopefully we'll still have a platform to to do the podcast uh, on because it does get promoted via Wigan, Vital Wigan. Uh, but as I'll have nothing to do with it after the end of this season, which will be my tenth, tenth year of running that. Testimonial. Testimonial. No, this is it. This is yeah, a testimonial. Yeah. And I think uh, it's, it's like a jail sentence, isn't it? Ten, ten years. I think I've, I've, I've done. I've done it enough. Contract, the new contract not good enough for you now, are they? Uh, no, I, um, I, I, do you know when you've, you've just had enough yeah. at one club? Is it this walking you, you football? Need to move on. Is it cleaning you up this walking No, 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 no. I'd like just to be a little bit more, um, some of the creativity needed to run the site. I think it, uh, if I cut that, and uh, then bring it to the podcast, I think it'll enhance the podcast, and, oh, that's, and that's what I want to do, really. Um, I, th- I believe Gareth's thinking of taking it over. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's just a, 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 a no a, from Gareth. So, how, how would it go about someone talking about? Would you have so to like, no interview them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if, if people want to take the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you have to do a proper interview mm-hmm. with uh, submit articles yeah. and you have to be of, of a certain quality. Obviously, if you've read any of my stuff, you know that quality isn't too high. Well, you're not supposed to shake your head, though, Sam. You're supposed to say, you're oh, looking oh, for like quality from me. Well, Adam did about, how many did you do? You about six or seven? A few months. They were quite good and people did enjoy Adam's yeah, uh, five things yeah, learned from. Busy times, so yeah. I should have timed it better, but... Yeah. No, no, it they, were quite, they were very interesting. It is an enjoyable thing, but the problem with it is it, it tends to take over uh, your life and you become obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, so well, that's, yeah. that's what you find what happens. Credit to you for ten years. Well, yeah. I mean... I can't say I've not enjoyed it. There's not going to be a this is your life though, we must say. You know, like boy style. No, 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 no. Mm. Right, uh, it's going to be a good night for me and a good night for the rest of the guys, but as it's Remembrance Week and because we need a little bit of togetherness, uh, these two go hand in hand for our final song this evening. Uh, I think we're going to finish off with The Firm and All Together Now. It's a remembrance of the First World War. And also, I think our club could do with a little bit of All Together Now as well. So, so on that note, it's, uh, it's a good night from me. Good night from us. Good night
Together now All together